Thank you for listening to the Push Through Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Reeves. I'm a licensed professional counselor here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I own a group practice specializing in maternal mental health. Here on the podcast, we talk a little bit about everything from pop culture to motherhood, womanhood, parenthood, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and listen to a quick chat with me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Push Through Podcast, and I am so excited to have Tiffany Wright here on the show today. Hello, Tiffany. Hi. How are you? (laughs) I am well. Um, I met Tiffany in 2014, I think it was. I know, right? that long? Yeah, it's been that long. We met working corporate as clinicians <laughs> and it was a very um I don't know like how to describe it like we were I, I think we started like around the same time and it was a job where it's a lot of information yes and um you worked in a different department than I did though but we sat near each other in cubicles and then when we went home we were part of this group chat yeah, <laughs> we would just chat with each other throughout the day, and since then, um, text it here and there, followed on social media, and I'm glad we get to have a conversation about something that I admire about you, and I think is super awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But before we hop into it, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're a Southern girl, and you're originally from Savannah. Yes a proud savannah native now i love travel there i have some tips (laughs) i love savannah some people don't but i love savannah i I think it's great food um obviously there's tons of history i think it's like aesthetically pleasing to the eye it's beautiful what was it like growing up there (sighs) To be honest, I it was different growing up versus now. The city has transformed. When I was a kid, I rarely went downtown. We stayed kind of in our little suburb. I'd go to school. I was very active and tons of activities. So I think I drove myself downtown for the first time when I was a senior in high school for a big St. Patrick's Day celebration. And it was an experience. I got flashed, like it was a thing, right? And I was like, oh, so this is what folks are coming down here for. So at that time, um, I, I didn't see it as the gym that it is. And now I try to go home once a month. My mom still lives there. She's retired. I'll set up a reservation. We'll try a new restaurant. But it's so cute and cozy. Uh, they just built a Plant Riverside Marriott Hotel where they have outdoor. Um, it's, it's similar to like a Pont City Market with regards to all of the different eateries and activities and things. It's super walkable for folks that like to take their drink and walk. You can do that. That's really a fan favorite. Um, but there are cute little tours and just... I had some friends that came down in December and we had absolutely nothing planned and we just walked around downtown all day and it was just lovely. The weather, Mm. it's maybe chilly for a month, uh, but you'll find Savannah to be 70 degrees in December around Christmas. So it's just, 
it's beautiful. It's a cute little city and I'm so proud of how it's grown. Yeah, me too. Which um, I think that is a great segue into why I wanted you to come on the show. So Tiffany is a world traveler <laughs> and her social media pictures are gorgeous. Her stories when she travels somewhere. And I don't know if you remember this, but I had recently got engaged when we met at United Healthcare and I was trying to figure out where to go for my honeymoon. And like Jamaica was like, oh, well, maybe we'll just go to Jamaica. So, and I knew you traveled so many places. So I was like, Tiffany, do you have any recommendations for Jamaica? And you were like, oh, well, these are the top three resorts that I had went to. And you had told me about Round Hill. Oh, yes. We had booked a villa for Round Hill and they even upgraded us because I guess it was a, it wasn't many people on the resort at the time. Yeah. I tell you that was the best vacation <laughs> of our life. Like she is Yelp for travel. Okay. Because <laughs> my husband was like, how did you find out about this place? Because it wasn't like, you know, usually you hear yeah. about Candles resorts. Yeah, or, for sure. You know, more common names. People, I, it would have never been on my radar. Yeah. He felt like we were rich or something. Like we just felt like it was amazing. And it was yeah. it was beautiful, like beautiful and so secluded. And it was so such good customer service. And we were there for like five days and it was hands down the best. So yeah. I, rem I remember us talking about that. And yes, I love Round Hill. I honestly, you know, I can only take partial credit. I, I'm really good friends with um, a girl that's a Jamaica native and she's mm. very proud of her country and goes back all the time and I've been fortunate to travel with her when she's going back and Round Hill was one of the places we stayed for a weekend for our birthday celebration and I fell in love mm. and to your point I just think you know it's the price point's a little higher Versus if you were to go to maybe an all-inclusive, which Jamaica has plenty wonderful all-inclusives. Mm -hmm. But it's just something to be said about something that feels like you're so secluded and you just have the luxuries of having your beach in your backyard and the villas and the plants and the customer mm -hmm. service. It's just, it, it doesn't get better than that. So Absolutely. now... To kind of start from the beginning, this is me. This is may not be for everyone, but I too am a girl from the South. My parents traveled and exposed us to vacations, but we only did like cruises. You know, we went to your Bahamas and your Mexico. And my mom wasn't about like getting on a plane, going to Africa, going to Europe. And <laughs> as I've gotten older, definitely I want to experience life is short. We're here yeah. you know, for a matter of time. There's so much to see, but there has always been like this other side of like fear around it. Like if something was to happen or if I was to go to a place where there wasn't many black people, how would I, I, I would love to go to Iceland, but how would I be treated or what would happen or whatnot? What how were you introduced to travel and how, how, how are you so fearless about all the places that you've been to? So same with me, right? My mom, she was really big on travel when we were young and, you know, we have Tybee, but I rarely went to Tybee because my mom was a Florida girl. She was like, well, we're going to go to Florida. 
know, we want to see the pretty water. We want to just be at a different place. So we would do family vacations to different areas in Florida, be it your Orlando's or Fort Lauderdale's or things like that. Mm -hmm. And then my mom would throw in a trip to Aruba or, or St. Thomas. So uh, we would fly directly there, we would stay for a week. So that was kind of my entering into, oh, there are other countries that we can go to. And I have pictures as a kid walking on the tarmac with a big floppy hat arriving, you know, at these destinations. So for me, it was like, oh, okay, where are we going this year? And that was something that she continued to have uh, a tradition, even once I got into college and even post-college. So I, I think something I tell my nieces now, I tell them to make a list of 10 places they want to travel to before they're 30. Hmm. Once they finish um, high school between 18 to 30, where are 10 places? I didn't necessarily have that list. I think I just started picking different random places after my mom exposed me. So in college and after college, we would go to California for a week mm. and drive to Palm Desert and then LA and then San Diego, just really nestle in and see different neighborhoods mm. and areas or then Arizona or Vegas or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it was probably my late 20s that I started picking up on the international travel. That mm. was the first time that I had gone to Jamaica and it was for a wedding and then I went with a group of friends like my big trip was to um, Abu Dhabi mm. in Dubai and I think having friends to go with yeah and I think I had a friend that lived over there at the time uh, they did like a five-year stint over there that helped to make me feel more comfortable to a point where I, I didn't think about it anymore mm. I just planned and just hopped on a plane and just went. And for me, I'm, I'm very detail oriented. So I have a tendency to research a lot of different things. You know, I'm, I'm in brainstorming sessions, like, you know, when I'm logging off or when I'm finished with a client, kind of how I decompress, I'll start researching like, okay, where am I going to go next? This is what I'm thinking about. How are we going to get there? How many days? And that's kind of my process with it. So would you say travel is your form of self-care? I would. I would. Um, usually I'm loading up my cases right before and clients before I'm traveling to try to, you know, make sure that I tend to everything that someone else needs. And my travel usually always comes at a time where, okay, I need to pull the pin out and I really just need to decompress. Mm. So I try not to let all of my self-care rely on the escape mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. what I have found in times when I would I come back from this grand adventure and then I'll be at home and I'm like where's my adventure <laughs> right. you right. can't match it so it's right. like okay well I'm here <laughs> <Going on. laughs> now what what type of traveler are you are you a I want to tour, I want to see the culture, the food, the history, or are you a, I want the massages, I want to shop, I want to sleep in, or a little bit of both? Both, definitely both. And, and it depends, right? You know, I, I think about when I travel to an island, 
you know, I definitely want to have an opportunity where I'm just sleeping in where I have a massage, but I also want to tour the country. I'm usually picking some type of like ATV or something that will put me somewhere where I'm traveling through the hills and looking at the different areas that's off the, the property. So it really just depends. Mm -hmm. um, I think like in Europe, it was more of a, we got to get all this in because it was a mad dash when I went to Europe and we did a few countries at a time. So it definitely felt like we were on the go until one morning where I could not get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> right. I had to sleep in. My body was like, okay, girl. It's time. <laughs> no. Okay. So you said that you travel with people mm -hmm. how I mean I okay so my motto is not everyone you you can travel with not everybody for is sure. a travel person for you because people for like sure. different things right for sure. how do how do you coordinate that and then you know how sometimes at least in black culture we'll hear you know I've seen like a meme like <laughs> we're all going to Antigua and then like two weeks before 10 people drop out and it's oh just my god I, <laughs> I wouldn't know I wouldn't know what to do with that to be honest like I I would not know but honestly so I would say age and wisdom has taught me who to travel who I can travel with and who I can't because it and I think those were my 20s Kind of figuring that out like you know going on a group trip seeing who's on your vibe mm -hmm. um and just understanding that it's it's not indicative of your relationship with that person it's just like oh we we don't like the same things and the point of a vacation is to enjoy it so i gotta be around other folks that like what i like and there's no argument and we're just we're vibing we're doing the things that we want to do if we want to take some time apart and come back later on in the day everybody understands it so it's kind of a two-parter for I travel with my mom a lot we do mother-daughter vacations mm. once a year just the two of us and then we do a family trip where we invite others and it's usually my eldest niece my ride or die so that they kind of relinquish control and like okay you pick a place and you plan it we're fine with it you just tell us where we need to go and of course I'll ask them what they want and but they just kind of let me figure it out and what I've noticed with my travel crew they're the same way and I tested this because I went on a camping trip last year first time I had done real camping before with my sister's um luxury black camping company and that's your whose sister my my god sister oh my gosh because it was because i saw that it was like camp yoshi yes yeah and y'all were in was it in like seattle or washington or portland so they live in portland and um but yeah they have uh camp yoshi camping trips and um shoot utah arizona colorado um i think they're doing uh baja as well i feel like they're in oregon yeah so no they started the company during covid wow. um uh my 
brother, his brother, uh, they um, just wanted to market to get black people outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we're doing, but it's, and a lot of people ask me, is it glamping? I'm like, no, we slept on the ground in a tent. We just had these dope excursions and a chef and a mixologist, you know, and just a lot of bonding time. So, so to that point, I just hit up friends you know, most of the ones I typically travel with that we do like annual trips together. I'm like, Hey, you guys interested? And they're like, yeah, we'll just send you the money. Nobody asked any details. Wow. Until maybe four months before they should like, okay, now what do we need? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's probably because of the trust that's been built over the years of us traveling and knowing that if I'm picking a place, I'm thoughtful about it. I want everyone to be comfortable and it's going to be a good time. So yeah, I love it. How many trips do you typically take per year? I know you said your mommy daughter plus the family. Um, I think it just depends. Um, I think, I feel like my trips were heavy at the beginning of the year this year. Cause I did a camp Yoshi trip. They have one in Puerto Rico now. Um, and then I did my mom, mother, daughter one. And then I did, I, I was fortunate enough to be a part of an Adidas campaign that was in Utah. Mm. I was able to do that. Um, but I don't know, at least domestically and international, probably five to six, maybe. Five to six, I would say, because I'm counting now, like, okay, I did a festival at some time, and yeah, I, I would say I try to, I would like to spread them out throughout the year. I think after my big summer trip this year, I, I had to take about three months to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get myself back together, but yeah. I love it. What What are the top three places you've been so far? Oh, Okay. Well, I have to say Tanzania is at the top of the list. Mm. Um, I was, I went with Camp Yoshi. They actually um, are releasing that as a part of their um, trip back just for next year. And it was amazing. Um, my god sister was celebrating her 40th birthday. So we did a beta trip so they could see if they yeah. wanted to add it. And it was just, I was so overwhelmed. I'd never been to Africa before. Mm. Um, it's always been on my list, but it was, easy to have someone else plan a trip (laughs) for once and not have to worry about finding all of the details someone kind of giving me okay this is what you need to do just check off your list and we did um the Serengeti and Zanzibar Mm -hmm. and the Serengeti was my favorite it was just magical and I think it took three days for me to realize like oh those aren't horses those are zebras uh, just grazing while we ride through the Serengeti. Um, and we were so fortunate to stay um, actually inside the park at one of the uh, lodges that were there. And it was just, it was amazing. It was gorgeous. I, I had never, I've never been somewhere where I felt what I felt and I couldn't duplicate like that environment, that setting anywhere that I've been before then so it really left a mark on me um so yeah that would probably be number one I would say when I went to Europe um I did four countries um wow (laughs) uh London Amsterdam Paris and Barcelona Mm. 
I think it was eight or nine nights. And that was pretty amazing uh, to just kind of, you know, go to different areas and see. And it was such a, a, a blip of a trip because, you know, you're just kind of getting a taste. Yeah. And for London, we stayed just the night, flew over to Amsterdam. We took a train um, from Amsterdam to Paris, which was amazing. I would probably tell anyone to, to do it. Um, and then we flew from Paris to Barcelona and had that experience. I think we spent three nights there and was able to do like a day trip to Costa Bravo, which was gorgeous. And just, you know, being able to go be by the water and the coast. So that was an experience. Um, I'd say my third, oof, I think it's a tie for me between Costa Rica, which was our family trip last year, and ah, the Bahamas. Really? For my, for my 35th birthday. Actually, the Bahamas is one of my favorite places. Is that when you, I remember pictures, did you have a boat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Um, so I had about 24 of my closest loved ones uh, oh, for my 35th birthday. Um, and it was amazing. Um, and it was, it wasn't as stressful as I thought it was going to be. Like, you know, I, I picked a, a hotel that it was the Baja Mar, which I would definitely, oh my gosh, it's, it was just, everything for for me um because you have three different hotels so you know you can choose what your vibe is out of the three right and price point um so we it was just a, a great experience everybody was on the same vibe which was for some people it was like their first trip without their kids in a while for a lot of people it was also their last trip before covid hit so it was that more um just special uh, but everybody was ready and down to just have a good time. And for me, you know, I, I'm a big birthday person. So, but I also respect, you know, a vacation. So, you know, though I said to everyone, hey, you know, these are the activities for the weekend. You can pick and choose if you want to participate. I understand that this is a long weekend for some of you. I think I had a, a sorority sister that was celebrating her anniversary so please don't feel like you have to, but just come to the, the actual dinner because that mm -hmm. was the planned thing. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody wanted to be there. So, you know, we kicked it off, kicked it Thursday night. Friday, we had the boat, which was a lot of fun. Friday night, we all went out, grabbed food. Saturday was supposed to be the downtime. <laughs> um, so I, you know, <laughs> went and got a massage and I checked my phone in our group. Everybody was like, do you guys want to go to this day party at SLS? And everybody's like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so instead of us taking naps and relaxing, we were at the day party, dancing, boozing it up, <laughs> barely making it to dinner that night. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. My mom was there too. So she, en she enjoyed it too. She got to know my friends on a lot of different levels that we <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. and that's awesome that your mom like you know is in the mix and is oh cat doesn't miss it cat like when I told her I was planning she's like oh so 
you're gonna make our our flight arrangements. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, girl. Yes, I am. I'm making our flight arrangements too. So, and she has someone to kind of kick it with that was around her age as well. So, you know, though she she opted out of the day party, she was on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say those are probably my top three. Okay, what are your top three must go to that you haven't been to just yet? Ooh, Italy's top of my list. Mm. All and of Italy? All, all of it, all of it. I'd like, I ideally, if I had like a really big budget, because after taking two weeks consistently consecutive two weeks off which was the longest amount of time I've ever taken off of work I was like I need to do this every summer like this is it's like the week is not enough it's like you're just getting into the groove and then the travel like that travel so much then adjust it the time zone difference all of that yeah so it doesn't it doesn't feel yeah it's I want to be at the end of my vacation and be ready like okay that was good Right. And I and I don't think I've ever felt that way except for this summer. But I would like to start at the top of Italy and then make my way down. That would be like ideal. If not, I'd probably just for the first time just stay within the southern region and yes. hit some. I want to do like a, a week, week and a half in the Amalfi Coast. Like yes. Oh yeah. That's been on my list. I think I've, I've looked at past pictures, like when Instagram first started, I have like screenshots of Italy. So I'm like, why haven't I been there yet? Like this is, it's a big thing. Um, so Italy's definitely top. Um, where else? Switzerland. What about Switzerland? What? I don't know. I think I've been, I think they're pandering to me on Instagram because they keep showing me, <laughs> they keep showing me on, like someone's going through like on a train and they're by the water and I'm like, I'm going to be by the water. I want to be on the train too. Um, but I, I would actually, I haven't even said this to my mom yet because I like to come with, with ready and go, but I'd love for that to probably be like our, um, our, our mother daughter. Cause for my mom, she's not as concerned about going super, super far. We did, um, the surprise trip to Paris last year and that's the furthest she's ever gone. Um, that was mm-hmm. her across the pond. And she was like, for her, that was like, Oh my God, I can go now. Cause I've gone to Paris. I'm like, girl, there's so many other places we can still go. Um, and, you know, for her, eight hours is enough. So you have to be, because she, when I was telling her about Africa, she was like, nah, I can't. It's too, too much, too far, too long. Um, but Switzerland, um, where else? You would think I would say the Maldives, since I was so, I was on the other side of the world at one point to go there. But it's not, it's not top of my list. Banff. Canada. Hmm. <laughs> it's also <laughs> so interesting. What what makes you say what part? All of it or just I just the water, the mountains. I will say, like, based on camping has mm-hmm. really opened my eyes to wanting to be in places where I'm around nature. Yeah. Um, Utah is actually a really uh, uh Moab was 
gorgeous. Yeah, I've seen pictures. I want absolutely gorgeous and peaceful. And so I'm I'm really I've been really drawn to that as of as of late. And that's been a place that you know my god sister. Um, we've talked about traveling there, and so I'm just open. You know, I I would like to see more of the U.S. I'd love to see Montana. Um, I've seen uh, some beautiful uh, pictures and just, yeah, I, I think there's so much out there to, and, and Brazil. I know that's the fourth, but yeah, Brazil would be my other one. I think I, I can kind of get what you were saying about like nature, like with Utah or even like I've seen pictures of like Alberta, Canada. Of, like, oh yeah. Like. It hit me when we went to Sedona, Arizona, mm -hmm. and we were driving coming up on the mountains and it was like, oh my God, like it was just like, <laughs> it was just out of like to know that this is naturally here, like this is yeah. our, like this was created. It was just, it's beautiful and it's so nice to get out of your own day to day to see all of these. It's in your, it's on, it's in your own backyard yeah. and you, you don't even you know, you take it for granted. And I think in going camping and even when the first time that I, first or second time that I think I went to Portland, the first time I ever camped and it was just overnight, it was on the coast mm. and it was beautiful. It was windy, like crazy the night before, but in like, oh, okay, we're out here by this water. But the, the next morning, and the sunrise and the water, like it's just, I can't even put it into words. So I'm, I'm craving more of those types of experiences as well as my, the Europe and, and, and all of that to, you know, it, it, I don't think that would ever get old. Paris is probably a place that I'd go to every year if I could. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that about Paris. How do you plan your itinerary? Like, do you go on Pinterest? Do you look up other itineraries? Do you Google reviews or how do you put it together? I think first I, as crazy as it sounds, I, I get a vision first of like a hit of, this is where I really want to go. Mm -hmm. How can I make this happen? And I probably will Google like, okay, what's everybody doing over there? Mm -hmm. You know, what's fun? What's, what's known, you know, what, what's special about this particular place? Um, I haven't done Pinterest as much. I think, um, for Italy, I probably would look a little bit more just to see how folks kind of zigzag. Like if I did do like a really long trip, I want it to be, um, you know, it makes sense and not just be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um, but I asked a lot of folks too, you know, if they've been over there, if they know someone that traveled there, I just kind of lean all the way and like, oh, this is what I'm thinking. Have you done this before? Oh, you haven't. Oh, you heard someone has. And, yeah. um, and you know, if you say it loud enough on your phone, like it's starting. I, to <laughs> I will tell you where to go. <laughs> It'll tell me. It'll, it will lead me where I'm supposed to go. So, but a lot, a lot of Googling. I, I know for our upcoming family vacation, I did a lot of Googling to see like, okay, what's, the best what's the best route what makes sense for for us to spend the spend the night here versus somewhere else um since we're doing the coast drives like okay 
how can I make this enjoyable where we don't feel as if we're on the road all day and we have an activity or two to do. So, so yeah. And how do you budget for this? Do you like, do you start the year already having like this pot and you just, you know, like wherever I'm gonna pull from it, is it kind of like case by case? Are you a millionaire? We don't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> Girl, I wish if I was a millionaire, you know it. <laughs> Cause I'd be gone every other weekend. Like, yeah, she, she hit the lotto. And not, but no, I think I just, I go off of, um, it, it, it seems to be by the end of the year, I have an idea of a couple of places I'm going to go by the beginning of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Like I know um, I'm coming up on my 15 uh, sorority, uh, our, our line anniversary. So I know January is going to be this place. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, if January is that place, then, you know, April seems to be the designated month for me and mom. So and I have to start kind of figuring out that, but I should have a budget. Um, I should, I should go into the year like, girl, you should only spend this amount. But my wonderlust inside is like, girl, you still work, just keep working, you just save, you know, eat more noodles, uh, ramen, get <laughs> you a little sandwich, get, some, get a salad, put some chicken on top, like, you know, whatever you got to do. Right. <laughs> um the good thing I will say with uh Tanzania which was the most expensive trip I've I've had thus far I did have time to kind of put money in and pay for it over time oh Um, since I did go through Camp Yoshi and how it's set up you're able to um buy your ticket your flight when you want and you know, pay on your trip as you go and you have a deadline when everything has to be in. So that was helpful. Okay. And my last question, going back to the fearlessness, how, how, how do you do it without like any fear? Like how do you ever have any thoughts of what if something happens while I'm like traveling, I'm in this unfamiliar place in this different culture or, you know, I'm in a safari. I'm I'm around animals, like all of those things. Like, how do you not allow that to prevent you on a twelve-hour flight, or just all right. of the um, catching trains in Europe? How do you how do you work through that? Because I think that I think that a lot of people can have that that can prevent yeah. them from going outside of the U.S. and sometimes even in the U.S. Like to desire to go to Montana or Wyoming. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You're, you're thinking, okay, well, you know, things get sticky. What do I do here? Um, I think I will tell you, I did have anxiety, um, this summer when I I went to Africa Mm -hmm. and it didn't hit me right away. Well, kind of backing up a little bit. It depends, right? Because if I'm traveling with my mom or my family, I'm only going to go, I'm going to pick places where I can clearly navigate where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So when we went to Paris, it was a place that I'd gone already. And I knew we were going for like a quick weekend since it was a surprise. So I was like, okay, I feel comfortable enough. This time we're not going to take the train as much. We're going to get these calves. I can get my mom in and out. So I don't have her walking everywhere. And Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm thinking ahead for their safety and my comfort. 
So that's how I approach that. And it's not more so me being nervous as it is, I can get myself out of a bind. I'm confident in that. But now that I have two other people who have never been here this far doing this before, I need to be knowledgeable enough to make sure that they're safe and they feel comfortable. So Africa was different because I flew there by myself. Mm. Like, you know, it was one of those things where everyone was getting their flights separately. And though I was talking to folks, I'm like, well, dang, I want to fly Delta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want these smiles, right? So right, right. I, I was really set on that. So when I started researching for flights, in, in my research stage, I was like, man, there's the flights to uh, Tanzania. None of them are direct. And I, I keep seeing that they're going through Kenya. So me knowing like, oh, okay, let me just like, let me just go to Kenya. Let me see like, what's the price here? And it was cheaper. And I wanted to, you know, get a certain uh, class of seat with it being as far as it was. And right. I needed you know, though I wasn't springing for the Delta one, I was like, I need <laughs> a middle seat to a middle category here so I can be comfortable and not be, you know, cranky on arrival. Right. Um, but that route that I chose, no one else did. So I ended up having to fly through Kenya, stay overnight. Wow. By yourself. By myself. And then get on another flight. Um, kind of, I guess, like a kind of inner country flight from Kenya to Tanzania, which was an hour away and, uh, you know, take us a, a service to get to them to the first um, destination. So, and I was fine up until I think I was at the airport. <laughs> I was sitting there like, <laughs> hey, you really can't get uh, away by yourself. <laughs> <doing> this. <laughs> like, we are doing this, and um, and I remember being on the flight because it took me a while. Like, it wasn't even a thought of what if something happens. It's like, man, this is far away. Yeah, by yourself, and you're you're doing this. So by the time I got to Kenya. You know, I arrange for a car service through Marriott. I usually another place that I like to gain points. Um, but I arrange for that just for safety. Like, okay, I'm gonna go through the hotel. Yeah. So, you know, doesn't matter what the price is. It's just I'm I'm by myself and I want to be safe. So by the time I reached Tanzania, I think we we were at Arusha, um, the city of Arusha. And we were doing introductions and they were saying, well, say, uh, say something interesting about yourself. I could literally say, I was like, I traveled by myself and I, I felt so empowered mm. and I felt like, man, I could do anything. Like I really just hopped on a plane and came all the way over here by myself and survived and I can talk about it. And so I think, Sometimes, you know, though you might be nervous, you know, the feeling that you get after you try, after you get on the other side of your fear mm -hmm. is, is well worth it. You, and, you know, I, I think that that can apply to so many other things besides travel. Um, and I think for me, like once I'm in the sauce, like I, okay, I'm here, I'm going to navigate this. So to your point, 
when things happen as they always do, I was at the airport in Kenya. I got there super early, um, probably like 10 hours early. So I'm just in the lounge, like not even in the lounge, just in the um, departures area, sitting there trying to create reels from all the fun. Uh-huh. I, had. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and I, I thought about like, oh, you know, maybe I should just get out and explore Kenya. I have 10 hours, but something told me like, maybe you should just sit tight. You've you've had such an adventure. And I'm glad that I did because they just up and shifted my flight. Wow. And it would have put me in Atlanta like a completely different day. Mm. And I would not have caught it because, you know, I was being extra frugal and I didn't turn on my phone service. I was just using Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we're at the airport. It's fine. They have Wi-Fi here. And I think I was just checking my emails and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I can't, no, this is not going to work. I, I, I had clients to see um, on, on my rest day. I was like, I, I have clients to see. I need to get back in the flow and all of that. And it was just going to completely mess me up. But, you know, flying with a, a airline that I knew, I was able to hop on to Delta, you know, chat with an agent. Like, no, this isn't going to work. And I've, I've already gone to Delta and I'm like, no, let me tell you the flights that I see that are available. Mm-hmm. Once you cross check these yeah. <laughs> and you get back to me on what seats are available. Cause I don't know which listing you're looking at. This is what I'm over here doing. Da, 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 da. And you know, they were able to just route me through, I think Amsterdam. And I got there probably like an hour before I would have gotten there with the other flights. So, wow. Yeah. I love it. Well, okay. So my top four places, bucket list. I want to go to, well, my husband's West African. So I haven't been to Ghana. Ooh. Obviously he was born there. His mother has a home there. So I want to like mm-hmm. do summers there. I want to do Afrochella. I want to do the mm-hmm. Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do New Zealand. Ooh. I want to go to Iceland, see the Northern mm-hmm. Lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you about Amalfi Coast and I want to do Morocco. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, you know, when you're ready, I have a girlfriend that's in Morocco a couple of times. Um, she's gone solo one time there. Um, and I think she went with her mom the second and she loved it. Um, I have a high school friend that just did Iceland. And I, I think a couple of other friends have too. Um, New Zealand, one of my old coaches from um, Orange Theory, he's about to move there. Really? Yeah, just, yeah, just randomly. He's going to move there. I was like, well, if I ever find myself over here, I will um, hit you up. But yeah, definitely keep me posted. Can try to give you some more (laughs) recommendations. I know. Um, but thank you so much for chatting with us. Oh, thank you for having me. All of your insights, strategies, tools. I just, I find it so inspiring. And I, the reason why I asked about fear is just like what you said, being able to get to the other side of it, really be present, grounded, take in everything that's in front of us, not take it for granted and and just see so much of what the world has to offer. And I think it's amazing that you do it and that you share it with us on Instagram so we can be there with you. <laughs> you know, some of my friends make fun of me all the time. Like, I know we're going to get a full breakdown of your trip. But I'm like, I was like, 
funny enough, especially if my mom is not with me, she wants to see it. She's in my stories first. Like it saves me from having to send plenty of videos and pictures to her. Um, we y'all in Africa. We y'all in Africa for the listeners. Tiffany, it was a photo shoot. Y'all look like beautiful black women convention in the story. Like that's the, like, skin glowing. Everybody's hair was nice. Y'all had on your oh, that Africa sun hits different, man. I I just I, I felt like a superstar over there. So I had the the best girls who are who are definitely sisters now because we had such a great time. We we all bunked together, had the biggest sleepovers and hearts of hearts and pep talks. It's just, it really was like black girl, black girl magic. Uh, you know, people, people say it all the time, but it was just so lovely to, one I, I had met and had spent some time with, but not intimately, one I didn't and they're just, so lovely. One was also a hairstylist extraordinaire. So she had me great. I was, I was very, like, do a little, little something here. And she's like, yeah, girl, I got you. Like, oh, it was it was a great experience. It was just, I, I can't, I know I would never be able to duplicate it. So I'm really grateful I was able to, to be out there. So. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> of course, thank you for having me. Too good, too hood on my style. Show my print. Crop top, no bra. Go ahead, pat me down. To the table, sit me down. In the middle of the crowd. Okay, let's order rounds. Bring out that ace of spades. Delion and lemonade. Sit me center stage and watch me do my thing like don't stop. Get it, get it. Just some city to say